So, so the last uh, short sit this afternoon before we are closing. And uh, today we have been working with the first two foundations of mindfulness in the morning with the, the body, body breathing and uh, elements. And then in the afternoon, Ayananda Bodhi was speaking about the second foundation of mindfulness, about feelings, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. So that's the f first two foundations of mindfulness, and that's uh, you know two out of four we have been working with today. And both of those you know are very applicable in every moment, especially you know, the mindfulness of the, the body. You know, when you are in your daily life, standing at the checkout in the supermarket, waiting for the bus, you know, sitting uh, in the car when the traffic light is red. There are so many moments in your life you know, where you feel like, oh God, when, when is going to continue my life? But it's actually part of your life, of course. And you can use it. You know, can use it to just become aware of that feeling of uh, body sitting, breathing in, breathing out, and maybe that sense of kind of impatience. You know, if you can do that like three times a day, you know, at some occasions, that's a very powerful way. You know, it's maybe just like three minutes. But it's a very powerful way of integrating the practice and uh, you know, waking up in the middle of your life. And what we're doing here, you know, a day long like this or a meditation retreat, it's all about developing enough familiarity with the practice so that we can remember it where it really matters, which is daily life. You know, just some Maybe you can, you know, contemplate now in this last sit if there's maybe, you know, a few things which you do every day or almost every day where you could, you know, build in that mem remembering to know what is happening in the present moment instead of just like, you know, being identified and uh, unconscious. Maybe there's like a one or two or three points, you know, in in your daily life, which you, which would be easy to use, and where you could, you know, make a make a promise to yourself, like it's called an aditana in the Pali language, a determination, and then you could maybe write that down, you know, and. and post it on your mirror in the bathroom or somewhere you look every day on the fridge or somewhere and then just over time you know take that in not expecting it's gonna work you know immediately but just kind of keep on going with it and and see you know where it takes you because it's those very little things in daily life which they are very um, important to be aware off. And then you know, we start with a little thing, we start lifting up a little weight and then we train ourselves, you know, we train the muscle of mindfulness and then later on, you know, we can stay conscious, we can stay aware even when there's bigger challenges. But we have to just start with something 
you know, we can touch, not bite off more than you can chew, so to say. So, it's up to you to find, to find a, something in your life which, which would, uh, you know, which would lend itself for that. So, you know, because without, you know, without being really connected with your own motivation, awakening is really not possible, just like kind of automatically coming and sitting, breathing in, breathing out. It's not enough. There has to be really, we have to really know why we are doing this. If we have like a certain, you know, uh, dedicated things in our daily life, like a 20 minutes practice or even a longer uh, stretch of practice we do every day, or just a few little reminders in our daily life. That's really important to connect again and again consciously and with our wish to live a more more connected life, you know, with the way things are and, you know, bringing more goodness into this world, which is so rattled by so many uh, challenges and seems to not get less. It seems to just be getting more and more people. There's less and less space, there's the communication is kind of speeding up, we are hearing more and more of everything, so it's it's speeding up, we, we need to have some skillful means, you know, to take us out of that speed. So think about, uh, contemplate now for a few minutes, you know, what what could work for you. Brushing your teeth in the morning, that's a good one. Or going going to the bath, going to the light rail, going to the bus, going to the car, going to the office, going to the supermarket. Also at that moment, also remembering that you are not alone with your practice, even though you have to feel your feelings all by yourself. You know there's many other people who are doing that same practice. The Sangha of spiritual friends who are all 
you're together on the path. Spiritual friends, wise friends are considered the most important external support for the practice. And maybe making such a commitment together with a friend and then sometimes exchange experience, exchange notes, you know, how it, what you have learned from that, how it goes for you. This beautiful uh, quote from the scripture saying, you know, all things have liberation as their essence. So all experiences, you know, if we probe under the surface and we go deeper, we simply, you know, connect with the way things are. So all things have liberation as their essence. If you really attend, any experience fully and repeatedly it's going to yield insight it's going to you know the laws of nature will become apparent because they are not not a secret you pay attention it's opening up to us. Such a very ordinary action as brushing your teeth in the morning and really paying attention. You're going to learn a lot about life. Because you know, learning is not about what you're doing, but how you're doing it. That's where the learning really starts. 
all things have liberation as their essence. The more simple way of saying it, quote from Achan Cha, a forest master from the Thai tradition who lived in the last century, saying everything teaches us. Everything teaches us. Just need to pay attention. Body teaches us, feelings teach us. And what we notice probably first is impermanence. Rising and ceasing.
Now another body and diagonal chant the sharing of blessing chant. And if you you know if you have come up with some Dhammadoa which you can use in your daily life. Something which you do every day or maybe even two or three things. You could just hold that in your mind where we do the chanting and, and then share the blessing of your heartfelt, you know, aspiration, your motivation, yeah, with all sentient beings and with planet Earth also. And through that with ourselves, of course, because we are part of it. And we chanted in Bali. Imina punya kame na upacaya kunutara acariyo pakara chamata pita chanyata kasuriyo Chandimara Chagunawanta Narapicha Brahma Mara Chainda Chaloka Pala Chadevataya Momita Manusa Chamachata Verika Picha Sambesata Suki hontu punyani pakatani me sukanchati vidan Udisenachakipahangsulapeche Bave uchuchitang satipanya sale coveriamena mara la pantuno casa catuncha Pace kabuto chasanko nato taro mamante sotamalu pavenamaro kasanglapantuma. May you have every good blessing, <coughs> may all the devas protect you by the power of all the Buddhas. May you ever be well. May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you by the power of all the Dhamma. May you ever be well. 
May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you by the power of all the Sangha. May you ever be well. So, thank you for being part of this day of practice. It's good to stop and drop in a little deeper. And um, so I just, uh, there's various things out there that you've probably been looking at already, but just to let you know that this is, this is where we live. This is Aloka Vihara. It's up in the foothills, in, in, um, off, just off Highway 50, on the way to South Lake Tahoe. It's about two and a half hours from here. <coughs> and uh, we welcome visitors. We, we are pretty booked up, actually, until September, but it's possible to come and stay overnight or come for the day. We welcome everyone. And uh, it's a monastery. It's not a retreat centre. So we have a, a monastic schedule, which you'll find on the back of the card. So there's some time of meditation, some time of work, some time of just open time for study or practice or uh, discussion and uh, you're very welcome and on the 3rd of September you'll see on this floppy card on the 3rd of September we have a, an almsgiving ceremony it's a traditional um, ceremony every year if, if somebody comes forward to do it every year in a monastery um, people come to offer the, the central offering is cloth robe cloth so that we have clothing, robes. And then uh, people come together with many other offerings for the monastery, from like vitamins to, you know, maybe a lawnmower or whatever might be on the list. So people just come and, and uh, it's like, a, it's like a, a sort of celebration of offering. And it's a nice time to come if you haven't been into a monastery before. It's a nice time to come. There's a lot of different people there and uh, there's like a shared meal and um, it's... Uh, is it, the place itself is very beautiful. So if you want to come for that, you're very welcome. You can find the information on there. And then uh, there's a little note saying tomorrow. It's actually having today and tomorrow. But uh, we missed today because we're here. <laughs> um, so tomorrow will be the second day of the grand opening of uh, the new Dharini Monastery. So the Dharmadarini, um, there are quite a number of different bhikkhuni monasteries in America, particularly in California. It's, it's kind of remarkable worldwide because the bhikkhuni sangha, the fully ordained nuns, is a revival, which is happening worldwide. But it's, uh, it, there's like little pockets here and there. And California is one of the places where there are the most monasteries starting up. So this is it's quite a special. And... Uh, Dharmadarini uh, Monastery, the, the, the abbess of that monastery was our preceptor for our full ordination in 2011. And uh, the community have been living in Santa Rosa for I think a couple of years already in a rented place. And for several years they've been looking for a place to purchase. So they finally found somewhere that was a manageable, affordable and, and was a good place for nuns. And... Uh, Right now is the the opening the opening ceremonies are happening for that monastery. So if you want to go there, you just have to look up online. I think they've got their address on here too. Look up online, and uh, 
you can just, it's an open invitation. You can come and, and be part of it. I think it starts around 10.30 in the morning and then there's a meal offering and then various things are happening in the afternoon. So you can just check online or just show up if you want to. It's your local monastery for many people here. It's in uh, Pengrove, which is just slightly east of Santa Rosa. And then um, I mentioned this book, but I didn't mention that it's actually in the bookstore. So it, we, we brought books for free distribution, but this is actually in the bookstore. It's a very good book. And, <clears throat> and this is another book I'd like to mention. This is, uh, this, in some ways, these are like our contemporary sisters. This is a Zen master, and this is uh, Tanisra, who is one of the first nuns to ordain in our lineage that we come from. She's since disrobed. She's no longer a nun, and she's married. And she and her husband uh, teach the Dhamma, and they have a, a, a Dhamma center in South Africa, but they live now in, in America. And this is a very excellent book by Tanisra called Time to Stand Up, an Engaged Buddhist Manifesto for Our Earth. So that's also in the bookstore. <laughs> it feels funny plugging all these books. And then these are our grandparents. <laughs> these are our grandparents. So this is um, Ajahn Chah, our spiritual grandparents. Ajahn Chah, who, uh, you know, from whose lineage we lived in and practiced in for many years, A Still Forest Pool. This is a beautiful book. It's kind of timeless. That's also in the bookstore. And Heartwood of the Bodhi Tree, which is um, by Ajahn Buddhadasa, who was Ayasanthachita's first teacher in Thailand. They were contemporary masters in, in Thailand. So this is also an excellent book. And we also want to mention Deepa Ma, who was a, um, an amazingly accomplished uh, laywoman. She was a mother, grandmother, and she had incredible accomplishment in her practice. And this book is very, very beautiful. I, I highly recommend it. It's, uh, it's kind of a transmission. When you read it, you, you kind of get a transmission from her. It's, it's very inspiring. So uh, we just wanted to mention those books. These are two monks. This is a, a laywoman practitioner. And these are kind of contemporary women with very relevant dharma, uh, dharma connected to our times. So I just wanted to mention all of that. So, uh, so we come to the end of our day long, and it's been very good to be with you all. And uh, you know, as we leave, we're each going to be going off into our different places. Be mindful, you know, take take with you what is good, and uh, remember that you know how we meet our life, what how, what the attention that we bring to our lives has a profound effect. So, what we bring to the people we meet, to the situations we meet, to, to also to what we put into our minds, it, it's really, it has a huge effect. So, so, you know, we, each of us are the ones, you know, we are the ones that can take care of ourselves and guide our lives in the right way. And to remember, you know, sometimes when we see all of the difficulties in the world, we kind of feel angry and feel frustrated and we feel righteous and and it's like there's good reason to be, but it isn't a, it isn't a good energy to 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 act from. And if there is anger, which you know is understandable, then the Buddha talked about um, anger. If you know where there, when there's anger, use it like a, a chariot, like a chariot with strong, powerful horses. 
you get you, you, you're like a you're like a skilled charioteer who knows how to steer those horses. You don't shoot the horses. You don't put the horses to sleep. They're powerful. They've got a lot of energy, but you need to direct them in the right way. And if you don't, then you're just all over the road, off in the ditch, getting into a mess. So learning how to channel that uh, anger, that force, and also to really consciously cultivate compassion and wisdom. Because the more we can come from compassion and wisdom, the more powerful our actions are, the more direct, the more interconnected they are. So it's a, it's a tall order for all of us, but I, I totally invite us all to rise up. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, now we sort of want to thank Isabelita and Sabuata for your beautiful guidance. Thank you. Thank you. Let people know where they can. Please come and let people know where you, where you practice and you know, where they can come and join you for practice. Let people know where you offer it. Because you offer it to all day. Where do I speak? Yeah. Just, uh, just speak in just have oh, it to okay. the side, not poop. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. You don't but there? Is that it the well, I'm very, I'm very blessed to be chair today with you and share energy and how you can take care of yourself and also access your own energy and how to, um, yeah, you can heal yourself. And I am at the, I'm, I'm actually in the East Bay in Emeryville and, uh, and I have a workshop next week. Saturday, if you're interested, Tom will help you. Again, thank you very much, and I really appreciate being here with all of you. And I hope you benefited and learned something, and hopefully you could do something for yourself. If you remember any of the things that we did. Thank you. And then also thank Mark, and sorry, I forgot your name. Romy. Thank you, both of you, for looking after the day so beautifully and all the volunteers. Many names, I, I don't remember. And also, thank you to Spirit Rock for inviting us and you know, offering this as a Dana day. So thank you. And see you again, hopefully, one day. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.